Danny. Hello. Reese. Hello. How do you two know each other? It must have been basement originally. Yeah, I think that's a good question. I don't know. How, how do I know you? I think the first time I maybe met you was when I was I've been in London or I've I moved to London and met you through Mike, Mikey maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I so don't know. Mikey was the 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 link. Exactly. Yeah. Good watch joke already. Yeah. Awful. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean that does lead on to so I called you Reese, but you're probably better known as Cake Not Crumbs. Yeah. And you know we we know you for Stussy Rolex is supreme our legacy loving that culture but for people who don't know what is cake not crumbs the question i get a lot is what does what does cake not crumbs mean is like a thing and i, I might answer that at the end i've got to keep people you know, we've got to get people on the roller coaster you know what I mean? yeah. cliffhanger if it goes well you'll get that at the end but um what is cake not crumbs so cake not crumbs kind of started as like almost a finsta account like three three or so years ago maybe a form of escapism is i had a I had another instagram account which i was like taken very seriously like almost attempting to like make it pop make it like grow and it got to the point where that content was so draining and samey and just like you're hitting your head against the wall that much and not really achieving anything that i thought i'm just gonna make another instagram and just have fun post some pretty wild like flagrant shit on there so if you go back there's like there's some pretty there's some pretty mad stuff <laughs> if, you, if you tell us when this is dropping i'm gonna like go back and archive everything and pull it <laughs> before, before people go back but um what kind of stuff are we talking? I just like just lads having fun, mate. Like a lot of pub pub stuff, like yeah, yeah, neck and pints, that sort of stuff. Yeah, footage that you've created. Yeah, yeah, like... yeah. A lot of self shot footage, even like gaming clips, as corny as that sounds. <laughs> like like getting like a like a nice kill feed on Call of Duty Black Ops or something like that. <laughs> so what was the other Instagram? Was that like Fit Picks? Not Fit Picks, mate. It was just uh, it was you know what? It's it was essentially the same, <laughs> but like less less like honed and less understood. Yeah, and like less less direction. I I feel I feel yeah. What was the name of it? Recent CL. So that yeah, was that was the course. first account I had. And to be fair, I got it to like just touching like twenty K followers, which is solid to be fair. Like a nice one for an account. But what was it just shoes. Just shoes. <laughs> just shoes really. And then when I, I, I one day I looked at it and I was like, this is so shit. This is so like one dimensional and I, like not not me, not like very me because I'm the one making the content, but also yeah. not me in the sense. There's no sense. correlation. Like yeah. someone's to follow it, it's like unless they're into very specific niche. And when you like get the most bait shoes you can, like the, yeah. the almost keeping up with the Joneses like commodification of like trainer <laughs> tra trainer con consumption, like getting shoes you, you don't even like just to like say, I've got that shoe. Yeah. You, you couldn't get that shoe sort of thing. Yeah. Moving away from that, I just thought this isn't this isn't me at all, really. And I just started posting more on Kate and Crumbs and it kinda developed and, and flourished almost and now it's quite a mix between like a personal account and a mood board yeah yeah so like, say, you describe it as a mood board i guess but it's very much like it's you go on there for nothing in particular yeah it's very much a place to get lost in i think it kind of i've always thought with stuff like this obviously you get people like samutaro who are more like the history base whereas yours are very current stuff like you can find some cool stuff from the past but i think also you can stay up to date with what you post with what's coming out. And I think it kind of encapsulates a like a period of time, I guess. Like looking back, I'd love to see what was around, say, 2015, 2016. I know I always chat about it a lot because it's how I kind of got into the, the industry properly at that time. But I'd love to go back then and be like, oh shit, I wish we like documented that more to now see how much of a big part that played 10 years down the line. Yeah, I think kind of going on what you're saying is like, you can kind of use Reese's Instagram account as a bit of like a news feed as well. Like, yeah. oh shit, like the Stussy Leg drop's coming. Oh, what's, what pieces are there in it? Yeah. Because like, you know, like 
everyone will show like a couple of photos or like a really like this drop's coming tomorrow i can go on to k not crumbs and there'll be like the whole the whole lookbook will be in there I'll be like cool i can go through this that, and actually see what it is that's kind of an extension of i was doing before i worked it worked it like drop date that was based like stone saw from young kingsland road and then was moved to Whitechapel. now it's on like brick lane the office is there but i was like running the socials for them for like four years that was like almost an extension of what like Kate Crumbs is now, like trying to be first, like yeah. trying to almost delve a bit deeper with imagery and content because those Stussy Our Legacy posts, I'm getting the imagery out before the brand's getting the imagery out because I know where, <laughs> I know where to, I know I know where to get it from, I know where to pull it from. I like to think I'm I've got I'm alright at like copywriting and prose and I can make a decent sentence which is going to keep people engaged and it's almost accessible enough for the layman to understand. Well, they can't hear your accent through a caption. True, that, that's right, that's right, that's right. <laughs> yeah, like as you say, it's just a. a Almost a news feed, like a bit of what I've got going on, a bit of what I'm into, stuff I'm enjoying that's coming up. And it's it's almost a way to show, share stuff and showcase stuff without me having to buy it. Well, even going back to your real life, who is Reese McKee? Like, where did you start? What was your first job in fashion? I worked at End in multiple capacities when I was at uni. Yeah. So I worked in a dispatch and like logistics in the warehouse. So and this I, is in Newcastle? In Newcastle, mate, in uh, North Shields. And I worked in, um, I, then I transferred and worked in the stock room at the store for like a period of time. I finished uni and I, I wouldn't say sick of the job, but I was, I kind of had a chip on my shoulder when I when I was a bit younger, like almost fell out the world, ordered something because I'd been to uni and got a degree and, I, and I, I knew I knew a bit about like footwear and clothing. Yeah. And you almost like, well, where's the instant like reward? Yeah. So like I, I finished uni, I handed in me like final, me dissertation, final assessment, like May, June time. I left that job and I'd already been coming to London like semi-regularly. Yeah. Like I, as you say, like the basement groups like that online, Reddit. Yeah. Just like Instagram, I'd like made a few connections and met some people online. And I was just like coming down for gigs, coming down if there was like an event on I was interested in. Kind of made a habit of that, like weekly, fortnightly. Did that for like seven to like nine months. Yeah. Met a guy online called Rory John, who obviously we know works with like Magnus and Mike for running now. Yeah. The funny thing is me and Rory had never like met before. I just like Rory obviously like made a lot of clothing when he was younger. I fucked with it. So I like, I always like try to support him like bought a piece and yeah. like kind of developed a friendship from there. I think I met him like young, young Liam was playing at like the roundhouse in Camden. <laughs> so like a lot of people went out to that. I like came down to go to that gig and I like met him there. And then he like mentioned like, would you be interested in like moving to like London for a job? And I'd obviously left uni and that's really what I wanted to do. Sick. I kind of couldn't really get anything like kicking in Newcastle, like professional Trinity jobs up. wise with a degree in fashion so like a degree I, I don't have a degree in fashion I got a degree, <laughs> I got a degree in fucking business information systems the type of the type of shit where you're like getting a getting a cab and the taxi driver's like oh I've got that degree yeah. you're like shitting yourself thinking I'm, not, I'm going nowhere with this <laughs> but I, I got that degree and I like wanted to work in like fashion in some capacity but I didn't know I didn't know what I could do yeah. you know what I mean I was just trying to make anything happen how did you get into trainers and clothes like originally yeah the thing with Newcastle is it doesn't really have a a, scene. a really popping scene there's definitely in recent years there's definitely people trying to like open like stores like yeah vintage stores and like not quite consignment stores but like people selling like archive supreme mitts and that yeah. sort of stuff but i think it was just going going to end as a kid like they had a store on hybrid street which is pretty famous street just like cobbled street like old barber shops like pubs on it and whatnot camping for shoes essentially just like going in there like understanding what about like learning more about footwear and learning like there's a difference between shoes which are sitting on the shelf and shoes which are a bit more limited and would like release like on a first come first serve basis yeah because i'm 27 now like maybe 
10, 10, 11 years ago. It, it wasn't like the raffle scene it is now. It was a lot more purer. So if you want a pair of shoes, you had to go out and you had to camp. You had yeah. To, you put the, the time in, really. What, <laughs> what was that first one that you camped for then? It was a pair It was a pair of like Adidas Marathon. Marathon. Oh, sick. Which nobody nobody even rocked up to the store for. I was going to say. I rocked up, I rocked, I rocked up <laughs> to the store at like... 4 or 5 a.m. like a silly fucker and it opened at 9 a.m. I got there and nobody was there and we're like you know what I don't even think they had the shoe in because I don't think they were expecting anybody to like want them <laughs> so I, I think I like had a, they got them like transferred and I had to go back for them I was really into Adidas when I was growing up as a, as a kid like more so than Nike definitely and now? I like New Balance made but I'm trying to I don't want to say I'm like trying to but I'm, I think I'm slowly moving away from consumption of footwear at that level yeah. Just try to be more content with what with what I've got and what I enjoy. Yeah. You get to the point where you know your stuff, so you end up kind of I don't know, you can appreciate it in different ways. You don't have to have them to kind of keep up. It's not like you're falling out of love no, with trainers. That's true, that's true. But your priorities change and it depends on what else you want to buy. And when does when does it end? You know what I mean? You kind of think to yourself, when does this end? Like Yeah. There's always you, a new shoe coming you, up. You though. feel like you're getting older and you're still consuming footwear like a mammoth rate. It's like am I gonna be forty five buying six pairs of trainers a month? It's just yeah. not just a bit daft. Also, we'll touch on it later on. Yeah. But do you reckon Newcastle is quite like a footballing... Yeah, yeah, definitely, yeah. I think, because obviously, Stone Island, trainers, yeah. that kind of stuff. Do you reckon that had like a big effect on you growing up? Definitely, like when, you, when you're growing up, that's, that's what you want to wear. You want to wear a nice pair of nice pair Adidas, like terrace, terrace style shoes. You want to wear a big jacket. Like, there's a lot of bravado in jackets, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like the, the have and the have nots. It's like, you want a nice special Stone Island piece on, definitely, <laughs> or a, a nice like special project CP. It's, yeah. Yeah, I think I think what we'll do is we're going to go off format on this one. I think we need to when we get into the present section. I think we need to give Re some quizzing, get some advice for ourselves on a uh, you know what the best Stone Islands are, stuff like that. What's yeah? where on Put, you're putting you're putting us on the spot, man. Yeah, well you know it is a podcast about fashion, so Let's don't do don't act like you're surprised. Let's do it. Um, so you know you're at the drop back, drop date for yeah. a couple of years, and you know I, I definitely used to use the drop date as my go to resource for like what shoes were coming out. You've left, you've moved on to end. I was still at the drop there, but I was working at home in Newcastle. I was coming down like fleetingly for like a meeting or if like we had something going on. And um, I was like more or less approached by a couple of guys at end asking us if I'd be interested in like a role managing the socials over there. So that's that's essentially in like short form what I'm doing now. So a bit of a full circle moment. You started there. Yeah, definitely. Because when I I left uni, like I would have loved to, I applied for jobs now. I wasn't successful in getting a job there, so I was like in the office in like a professional capacity. It was it was that was a nice moment, you know what I mean? Like a full circle, like kind of like when I did my own thing a bit and I've came back and I've got a job I enjoy and it's like similar to what I do on Instagram. Really, it's just driving content and almost producing content. Yeah. Well, I guess also before we go into the present, yeah, you are also very much known for watches. Yeah. Where did watches come into this? You know what? I've always been enamoured by watches. Even as a kid, like, I had a, got a Pokemon watch. I've still got it at home. Had, like, all the starter Pokemon on there. It was, like, a, a full leather bracelet. Like, all the starter Pokemon on the bracelet. It's, <laughs> like, sick as fuck. And I think it had, like, Snorlax or something on the dial. <laughs> so like even even like as a kid I was I was always taking my watches. I had like a silly amount of G Shocks, like daft Timexes and Casios that end would put in the sale when I was a teenager and I'd buy for like thirty five quid. Yeah. Even Fossil, like I remember being like twelve or thirteen, I wanted like a fossil watch for my birthday. Who who wants a who's twelve or thirteen wants a fossil watch? <laughs> you know what I mean? Guys. Fucking losers. Guys. Can I tell you something? 
gone. I used to work at Fossil. Really? I don't think you knew that. Well, <laughs> I can't remember, right? This is gonna either bite me in the arse or whatever. I read somewhere, apparently Fossil leather is some of the best you can get. Well, Fossil make the watches for people like Karl Lagerfeld, Adidas, Armani. So if you're buying an Armani watch, we'll do that. you might as well just buy a Fossil watch. Yeah. Well, they, they make the watches for everyone. So I'm saying for like the quality of the stuff, obviously like the label of it's not the most glamorous, but for actual quality, it's either super shit or it's brilliant for the price. Okay. It's some of the best ones you can get. But anyway, I guess. <laughs> but anyway. Sorry, mate. I, guess I, just, I just opened up to you, you know, talking about <laughs> the deepest, darkest secret. Yeah, I used to fossil. Um, and you just brush over it like that. But, you know, just email me next time. You want to tell me to go fuck myself, please. <laughs> but, uh, but I guess, obviously, with all this club of talk, we do need to know what was the worst outfit you've worn or trend you've been part of? I, I, I don't know if it's a trend, right? But I, I woke up this morning and I went on, I went on my Facebook and, um, you know, those Adidas Rick Owens shoes, the ones with. Uh, Almost had like a leather construction, and they've got a the, the the back is big. They're thick at the back. They're yeah. like bulging. Like I'll see if I can show you the photo. I don't know what the silhouette's called. I had no right wearing these. No, 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 no right. So aside from those being like really bad, per- I don't know if that's a trend. But but I think I think for you uh, naming the worst sneaker you've worn probably works out quite nicely. Yeah, definitely. And what like, did you wear it with? The most ill-fitting, unique little denim you've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> Like unique or salvage with with those. I'm hoping you're gonna like illustrate and put a photo. <laughs> were they pin rolled? They weren't pin rolled, but they were, they, they were rolled, but they weren't like okay. didn't do the little cross on the. So, see, but in my head, I'm like drop date. They love a bit of a pin roll. Yeah. So some indigo boot cuts, <laughs> indigo boot cuts, some black leather recovers. <laughs> Fucking hell, horrendous, shocking. There's another one. So I had this uh, Supreme box logo, acid green. Oh. Su- Supreme also did a pair of um, acid green like tennis classics club one night. Oh yeah, I wore them together. Oh, good lord! <laughs> Not like looking like Mike Wazowski. <laughs> <laughs> we can probably find that photo in the basement to throw up right now. Um, but yeah, look. So let's add some credibility to you. Yeah, yeah. You're a man of many watches, great taste. What was that first watch you got, and how did you go about getting it? The the first the first uh, like Rolex I ever picked up was a it was a Rolex Explorer Two Polar Dial, sixteen five seventy from a nineteen ninety eight. Like a, a lot of people will badmouth eBay and say, oh, you'd be a lot better going to like like Chrono Twenty Four Watchmaster, Watchbox. There's a lot of a lot of these like watch like middleman platforms popping up, yeah, which will help you facilitate the safe purchase of a watch. But um. I think eBay is like a, a hidden gem, and I think if you if you've got a really good understanding of like the watch, its movement and its characteristics, eBay is a pretty safe place. So I, I essentially messaged this guy on eBay. He had the watch, like full provenance, box papers, um, serv- service card from when it had been serviced in like the mid two thousands. Yeah, and even his paperwork when he bought it. So I've got the the paperwork from the the original the original buyer in nineteen ninety eight, and then uh, I believe it's only had three owners. So I got the paperwork from uh, the guy who I bought it. Went back and forth on eBay. I was like, I'm based in Newcastle. Happy to meet you. Just pay by a pay by a bank transfer and whatnot. Yeah. So uh, essentially, like, agreed to meet and I uh, met him in Leon and King's Cross. Uh, <laughs> like, did, did a uh, did a bank transfer. Like, money cleared. Allowed him. Like, I took a photo of his driver's license. He took a photo of mine. Yeah. That's just that's the thing you'll do in like watch transactions in case it's a dodgy transaction and you try and pull it. Yeah. So he's got like he knows where I live. He's got me photo. Yeah. He's got me ID just to show we're both kosher. Of course. We're both legit. There's a saying in 
watches, you, you buy the seller. So if, yeah. if, you, if you've got the utmost trust in like the seller, you're going to be pretty good. And if the guy's like on a level, you're in a good place, really. Yeah. But that was the first Rolex I picked up. What did I grab after that? And this is a fun. This is the funny thing about Instagram. I talk to a lot of people on Instagram about watches. Yeah. Who are like the watch heads? Like they've got a lot of links. They can like they get they, they can get discount on like current Rolex like. Good, good Rolex steel sports pieces, yeah. which is unheard of now. I was essentially like alleyooped a, a Rolex Milgauss at um, Harrods like a couple two years ago. Yeah. So he he texted us like one night. I, I was in London anyway, and um, he texted us one night. He's like, "There's a there's a Milgauss waiting for you at Harrods tomorrow if you want it." Fucking and hell! I, and I was um I, I was on a pretty like mad bender with a <laughs> I, I, I I don't I don't know if you know Liam Stock. Uh, don't know. Work, work, like work, works works for Apple. But uh, he's like, he knows Mike, he knows Rory. He's just like yeah. one of these guys from the basement who I eventually met and we became good friends. I met him in like Soho and then we headed out east to like round Haggerston <laughs> and uh, just like like a 3, 4 a.m. bender. I, I was in the mind, I was like, yeah, I'm going to go and pick this watch up. Yeah. So I'm staying in the hotel in Fitzrovia, get back to the hotel, vomit on the v- vomit on the stairs outside, <laughs> like paint the stairs. Like I'm, I've, I've never been this ill in my life, like after I've just finished drinking. Normally yeah. you wake up and you, you'll vomit or you'll be hungover. Yeah. But I go upstairs like vomit in the the fucking bathtub upstairs oh. and like go, go to sleep it's like the the height of summer in July the hotel's shit it's got no it must be the only hotel in Fitzroy with no working aircon <laughs> so I'm like I'm sweating like a dog in the in the hotel pretty rough night struggle, struggle to sleep in general and I uh, roll out of bed like shower like dust myself off Yeah. go to Tesco get myself a box of ibuprofen box of paracetamol <laughs> regular coat and a bottle of water I, I get that me body and then I'm like okay I'm gonna walk to Harrods I'm gonna pick up this watch Yeah. so I take like a, a gallon stroll from like Fitzroy all the way down to Harrods stopping some like mad perfume shop in Mayfair you know when they're trying to get you in the, the shop and I'm like I'll take a free spray go on. <laughs> like f- f- feeling yourself because you got, you're about to go and buy a Rolex so you, you go uh, I, I get the Harrods and uh, like ni- really nice transaction stuff like that's nice because Rolex is like incredibly hard to get if, you, if you're not like if you don't have a good spend history yes it's it's quite it's like softened a bit in the past six months to a year because of the, the global recession Gosh. crypto markets in the toilet a lot of people don't have this disposable income that they did they're like thrown to watches yeah so grateful like really grateful for him for like making that happen and uh after that picked up a gmt master 2 black like black dial it's probably one of my favorite rolex watches of all time green air green text green air gmt hand nice like green's rolex's color yeah so it's like really really lovely watch just like went to manchester and bought that from trafford center <laughs> um that was like last year but like, the last watch i picked up green i used to perpetual 41 wanted that watch like since it got announced so i was over the moon when i got that now managed to get that at retail so wow yeah and what, what you got your eye on next what i got my eye on Oh, that's a question. I'm I'm really I'm really content with uh, like what I, with the pieces I've got. I rotate them a steady amount. I'm still on like, the honeymoon phase with with them really. Yeah. And the the thing with like a watch purchase for me is it's it's above almost anything. It, it's it, it's the creme de la creme of like purchase like satisfaction. Yeah. And like the euphoria when you've like purchased something and you gassed with it. <laughs> so it's it's like you buy a jacket, you'll be like you'll be you might get a month out of a jacket being like this jacket's fucking sick. Yeah. But a watch, it's like. Could be six months, could be a year, could be longer, could be forever, really. Yeah. If you really love the piece, a Cartier Santos ADLC. It's a 
it's just like the classic Cartier Santos, but it's got like a, a coating on the uh, just the, like the the bezel, and it come like comes on a bracelet, comes on a rubber strap, and I I'm a big fan of watches on like rubber straps. Yeah. So it's like it's decent value for money to be able to get that watch on like the bra the Cartier bracelet, like really nice butterfly clasp. Yeah. Classy, and you got the rubber as well for more day, day casual. So I think that um, like immediately that's the that's probably the next watch on my radar. Well, also I think even before we started the podcast, we were chatting. We gave you one of the audience questions beforehand, which was. Where would you be without your mum's money? Yeah. But you had a really interesting answer. Yeah. When you like, have all this chat about like luxury watches, yeah. people instantly assume, oh, you need money to get into it. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know what, right? You do, you do, and you don't. I think a lot of people are. I, I don't want to generalize, but I think a lot of people are foolish with money. They'll they'll go out and they'll they'll like spend X amount going out like week in week out. I think if you're a bit more frugal, you can easily put a nice watch on your wrist, especially if you if you like. Just live live in a, a way that will allow you to put the money away. You you'll be in a good place. But um, like all, all the all the all the watches, they're they're like they're self funded. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you were saying you didn't really have like yeah, we're, we're well, like so yeah, me, 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 me brother's in the back and he's looking. He's just like we 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 live in we, we don't live in like the the bits bits, but we like like anyone who knows me will be like yeah, Reese. He's just like working class guy. He's from the. Well, yeah, I, I think that's the thing. Is like, as soon as if you're into clothes, like nice clothes, yeah, yeah. people just assume you got money. Like, yeah, someone, someone commented about me the other day, like my governor, like, oh yeah, she's just going out some rich guy, and I was like, I wish I was a rich guy. <laughs> I fucking like, you know, like because of what we work in, like I wear Prada. But that's because you know we were very lucky with getting massive discounts on Prada, or like yeah. the, or I don't know how to shop and I know what I like. Yeah, like this this tracksuit retails at like. I don't know, probably like six hundred pounds, but you know, I bought it for like, well, I got, I got a bit of luck with it as well. No, no, I ordered this tracksuit, and uh, they sent, they basically sent me the order confirmation again. Oh, sorry, the the jacket's not in stock, so we'll just send you the trousers. And I was like, well, I don't really just want the trousers. And when it turned up, the jacket was in there anyway, so I was like, stunning. So I actually paid like ninety quid for it. But that's it. It's like you're saying. It's like what you're saying as well. It's like when you know people that are in the industry. It's not even about like knowing something in particular, it's just knowing where to shop and what the value of things are where you can kind of justify it. If someone offered you a house with no strings attached for 10 grand, you're obviously gonna buy it. You're gonna find the way to do it because it's worth it. Whereas like, obviously it's a bad example, but it's in the sense of like, <laughs> if you know what is coming up and you know what it's worth and if it's at a great price, yeah. Then it seems like a no-brainer because you know what you're sitting on as well. It's not as if it just goes straight away. Well, it's also like people get and spunk like 200 quid on Friday, 200 quid on a Saturday every yeah. weekend. Do you know what I mean? That's like, up, man. That up. Yeah, do you yeah. know what I mean? It's like mm. you know, if you put if you stop that one week, one night a weekend, you know, you put that away. You know, in a year you've got enough money to buy like not a Rolex, but like a good entry-level yeah. luxury watch. Yeah, yeah, and like even a Tudor, like you get yeah. you get a lovely, you get pro, you get a second-hand Black Bay 58, like full full kit box and papers for like. 2k like 2 2 by 3k so i know you get asked this on your instagram page but what is that if someone wants to get into watches what is that what's your recommendation for them like what what level um just give us like a real entry level and then maybe something like a tudor okay so i think i think if you if you've got no experience in like a mechanical watch like whatsoever i'd i'd probably recommend a seiko 5 or a hamilton khaki you can get a seiko 5 for like two 200 to 250 if you want to be a bit more adventurous and you want a bit more of a complication, you watch. Uh, Seiko released a Seiko Five GMT in like three colorways. You got like a black, a black uh, dial with like a ghost grey bezel. You've got like a Batman, the black and blue on the uh, the GMT, and you got an orange. You can get one of those for like three eighty, four hundred online. So if you Seiko Five, right, regular Seiko Five diver, two two hundred to two fifty. Seiko Five GMT if you want to spend a bit more, or a Hamilton Khaki if you like a more simple field watch. You can get all of those for like circa four to. 
like two to five hundred quid. So anything that's all under five hundred pounds. Yeah. So I, th- I think if you want to like dip your toe in the world of watches, I think that's a a, f- a perfect place to start. I think if you want to go a bit a bit beyond that, the 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 one k the one k the one k to two k bracket is a bit of a a murky world because yeah. you can maybe get an Auris, but I'm not gonna wax lyrical on Auris because I I th- it's not really my taste. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I'm I'm aware some people will say you can get an Auris, but I think going to two k I. You get you get caught your tank you get quartz caught your tank like classy watch especially well, especially if you if you if you got a bit of steez you you can, you can dress it up you can dress it down it's a lovely watch if you if you really care about the movement and you're trying to get into your watch snobbery a little bit you get an automatic one for a bit more yeah but the the, the quartz is fine at the end of the day like let's not kid ourselves you you put it on your wrist to to look good really yeah it's you're not really putting it on your wrist to fantasize about the movement unless you like, <laughs> like a, a watch guy per se yeah. Beyond that, like Tudor man, Tudor killing it. That's like Rolex's like sister brand, started by uh, Hans Wills Dorf as well. Two two to three k, you're laughing like you're you're swimming in like the Maldives for two to three k. Like <laughs> within Tudor's world, so Black Bay fifty eight, like love lovely watch. Dress it up, dress it down. It's got a range of like colors, bezel options, and then even beyond that, you just Tudor's. Tudor's the place to be. Yeah. 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 So I have like the quartz tank. Yeah. In a really great colourway. Have you seen mine? No. Have you have you got it here? Yeah. We'll see. Go. Give me two seconds. I'll, I'll ask another question. <laughs> no, um, are you actively learning more about watches then? Are you like a nerd who's just like you're like there on the forums? I'm you know what, I spend a silly amount of time on YouTube watch and I no longer really watch conventional TV, even Netflix now TV, Amazon. I'm I probably got those subscriptions coming out but I'm I'm not watching them at all. <laughs> yes. I probably put peeps want to go to sleep yeah, trying yeah, to sleep yeah. watching that. But um You what you're watching reruns of PAQ, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> getting those, getting getting that YouTube money up, but um just just watch watch content on YouTube. That's like that's what I, I love. Like old watch dealers. There's, there's so many good watch yeah. dealers on YouTube who are making content these days, and even more grassroots people as well who've got like a good understanding. And it's like it's like anything. Like you go to uni and learn how to become a graphic designer, or you could probably watch ten hours of YouTube content, and you'd, yeah. you'd probably have a good understanding. Same with watches. You you learn serial numbers. You learn about the movements. What makes that What makes that movement take? Is it got any specific character characteristics? Like watch YouTube. It's, yeah, it's a good place. And then you've got a lot of good um, websites like writing really detailed articles if you want to like step in a bit further into the the pool. But yeah, that's it. Yeah. So I got this, which is a quartz uh, tank. Basically, the guys are saying because I knew it was like the entry level tank to get a quartz. But I just like it's like you're saying like I'm not massively bothered about the movements. I had a Submariner at the time, but I just really wanted a tank, and I saw this colorway, and I thought this is fantastic. I feel like dress watches are coming back. Yeah, yeah, dress watches like really coming back into into vogue. It's you got the Cartier tank, you've got um, Jiggle Jig, Jiggle Reversal. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Like we love those. Yeah, like those like square style watches are really are, are cool, and you can yeah. dress them up, you can dress them down. Like sports watch is lovely, but it's also nice to have a bit of var- variation as well. Really weird one. What is your take on stuff like Apple watches? Because you can get like the Hermes bands and stuff like that. Do you reckon they'll you know, ever be? You, you know what? I've been so close to picking up an Apple watch like several times. Yeah. But I, I look at them and I, th- I think you know what? There's the the fine like on the Nike sp- on the Nike sport <laughs> band in particular. You can get some great colours. Yeah. And I'm, I, I I rate it. I think it's cool. But also I'm like, am I gonna? Put, am I going to leave a mechanical watch in the box I've paid X amount for to put a 
like a digital watch on my wrist. Yeah. I'm just like, it, it seems foolish. Yeah. And I don't think I've got the the, the stylistic cues to wear like a, a mechanical watch on one wrist and a watch on the other. You start looking like you start looking like a rapper trying to like show you show you Richard Mills off. But yeah, I, I I don't mind them at all. I feel like if you're a person who wants to like close your rings, like live an active, <laughs> live, live an active lifestyle, keep a keep an eye on your emails. Yeah, like it's cool. But I kind of like the you're off the grid almost with a mechanical watch. It's like I've got the time. I've got the if I want if I'm wearing a GMT and I want to track another time zone, I can. Yeah, and that's it. It's nice sometimes. Sometimes just to look at you watch and watch it sweep round. Listen to that Rolex tick. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> um, so cake not crumbs you know it's it's theirs you know over 50k on insta yeah how are you deciding what to post that's a question that's 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 a million dollar question <laughs> so some of the stuff's reactive it's timely yeah so some days i'll wake up and i'll be i'll be like i, I don't have anything to post but i'm aware that stuff's in the pipeline so our legacy to see that might surface I, I i know when stuff's dropping like in the calendar so i'm like that could come up i can i've, I've got like a bit of a bank of content i can just throw a post up and i've got i've also got like series so the way i view it is i try to i almost treat it like it, it like baby see like a tv show like a tv network yeah or station so i've got like cake not crumbs features which is like a community feature 10 photos it can be just like footwear fit pic yeah like watch watch photo nice shot of a car and uh those people will be like credited like i'll try and do that weekly that's it if the content presents itself sometimes i'm like a bit anal about the content i'm like i like that i, I don't have like a solid 10 and if i don't have a solid 10 it might take a fortnight it might take three weeks but Got i'm not yeah. trying to pressure myself on a like a treadmill of I need to post this weekly. And then I've got some cool shit, which is essentially me delving through retailers that I, I fuck with and selecting like e-com photos or like shots they've taken. Yeah. And I'll just give them a bit of credit as well for what they've done. I've got ongoing fit pick series, which some of them are good, some of them are bad. So some, <laughs> some of them you just like, I'm, I'm just posting this and yeah. whatever, whatever happens, happens. If it gets good feedback, it gets good feedback. Yeah, what kind of posts do the best? Is it watch content? Is it trainers? Is it cars? Is you know it... what? It's it's so fleeting and I think that's pretty pretty apparent to how the account looks because some stuff will do really well. Like touch wood. I don't know if this is real wood, but I'm touching it. <laughs> and um, recently stuff's like done really well and it's like, it's really nice to see. I put a lot of time into the account. Of course. If I'm not, if I'm not at work, I'm probably working on, I'm probably scheming on a way I can make a post. Yeah. Or how I can like, pivot the account a bit more. What does well? Do you see how I like to see stuff surprisingly bangs? And I, yeah. I don't know why. A lot of the clothing they produce isn't the most accessible for like the layman yeah. into fashion. A lot of it's like quite refined and like, I wasn't wearing our legacy when I was like a teenager. Yeah. Because I couldn't like see myself wearing it. I didn't know how to put it together. But you're wearing it right now. I am, I am. <laughs> but um, like that does quite well. There's some stuff which I'm not proud of posting, but I know it does well. Go on, such as? Like Salomon XT6 stuff. I don't. I don't. I'm. I'm not really in love with that silhouette anymore. But I know it's so funny because I was thinking about. I need to buy some new shoes, and I saw your Salomon <laughs> post the other day, and I was like, oh, I kind of thought they'd fallen off. But if Reese is rating it, then yeah, maybe. All the kids are Reese. This is the thing. Like people, people who like. Who like friends who I, I know really well? They'll be like, they'll send, they'll send us thing I post. They'll be like, you, I know we we know why you've posted this. <laughs> you, we'll post this because it's gonna hit explore. It's gonna do well. Yeah. And it's like for for me, it's almost like trying to be understanding of where people are at. And I don't I don't hate the silhouette, but I'm not also rushing to buy a pair right now. Of course. I've kind of like been on it like 
earlier than some people. I've digested it and I'm kind of, I don't want to eat that no more. Yeah. I don't, I don't want don't to be eating the salmon. XT6 You've left no, no crumbs. More. I've left no crumbs. I've left no crumbs. I'm content. I'm full. So, but I'm aware other people are still a fan, so I'm happy to post that. The stuff I, I'm really like gassed over posting, like I posted a photo of um, what, what looks to be an updated version of the New Balance 991, stuff like that. Yeah. I love being, I love being first. Yeah. So when I worked at Drop Date and I, I ran the socials for Drop Date, like I'd pride myself on being first. Yeah. For me, it was like scoring like a penalty in football if I if I'd beat like High Snob, if I beat, <laughs> beat High Beast, yeah. if I beat any like global big media, I'd be over the moon because I'm like I'm first to market. And once you establish yourself as being first repeatedly, people are gonna come to you. Like as you say, like I, I don't know how often you're like seeing the post or land on the land on the account, but I like to think that if people land on it, they're gonna see something. They'll be like, I haven't seen that elsewhere. Yeah. And then they'll maybe share it with a friend, share it to a group chat, or they'll be like, I'm gonna come back to this account because it's first and it's the information is on on the money per se. I'm not trying to sensationalize the copy. If I don't know anything about the shoe, I'm just going to say I don't know anything about the shoe. Yeah. But if I've got like a bit of understanding of what it is or what the design cues are, I'll share them. Yeah. That, that's about it. But I'm, I'm just trying to develop more series across the account. So the community feature posts, some cool shit. I've got, I've got one called Some Internet, which is essentially just internet imagery, which doesn't really... Which couldn't be posted singularly, but as a carousel, it works. Yeah. So that that's one I've I've only done four or five because it takes us that long to find the imagery. Yeah. Now, I'm not trying to post the same imagery as like other accounts as well. I'm trying to make it a have a point of difference. And then it's just uh like watch stuff like a nice like wrist shot, bit pick like a new collection. Like if there's if it, the lookbook imagery if it speaks to us, I'll post that. And then just like personal stuff like footwear rotation, that sort of stuff. Footwear rotation, interesting because basically. You're a big New Balance fan. Yeah, yeah, I like and, New Balance. And, you know, I think for many years, I, I felt quite alone in this journey wearing 990s, yeah. you know. This, I used to be able to buy them half price at DSM because no one would fucking buy them. And it's like... <laughs> Those days are over. Oh, they're, they're very, they're very <laughs> much over. 990. 990. V6. You like it. I do? Do you not? No. Why? What, it, about, what, about, what about what do you not like? It's... So the thing is, I've not seen it, like, in hand. Okay. And, but I remember seeing you post the photos when it first got announced. Oh, and you were like, I made it worse. You were like, no, no, you were like, oh, what do you think? And I was like, these just aren't... They're, it's just like the shape, it, it feels a bit too Tesla smooth. Okay. <laughs> that's such a weird way of describing it. But it's, a, it's a bit too fluid for me, okay. whereas that trainer to me is it's a bit more of a chunky a bit more rugged yeah yeah, yeah. A bit more like honed out of clay instead of like in a lab sort yeah of that's it yeah. so what is your favourite version Ooh. of the 990 in order please in, ooh, in order okay right right now this at this moment v, V4 is my favourite it's also the one I've got the least of because historically there's there's not many V4 collaborations if, if you think about it there's hardly any there's a really good Stussy, Stussy did one did a cream pair so the V4 first that's what I have most of. Like, fantastic shape. Yeah. V3, I think it's maybe... I think it, it's not overdone because the the the, v, the the 990 series classic silhouettes, they can't be overdone. And the price point keeps it at a place where it's not the most accessible. Like, it's a considered purchase at, like, 200 or quid. Yeah. So, I, I'd just like them to slow down on the V3. Do some V4s, please. Yeah. Because I'd like more. And I, right now, they're not, they're, you can't go, walk into a shop and buy them. You gotta buy them on like you gotta snipe them on eBay, Depop, or like pay over the odds on StockX. So V four, V three, controversial, 
V5. No. I fuck with the V5. The little plastic on the side. I, I don't mind it at all. Oh, awful. Gives us like Adidas EQT vibes, which is like... <laughs> like drop date, drop date. So. Yeah, pen roll. We've got the pen roll going on. Um, V6. I've only wore the V6s like 10, 15 times. Ridiculously comfortable, but I don't love them from every angle when they're on my feet. Okay. But I'm I'm almost I'm like almost so far into the ecosystem now that New Balance are dropping a new 990. I've got to get it. Right. I'm not, I'm not going to leave it on the shelf. Yeah. I I, I want to try it. I want to see what it's like. And I'd rather buy it, wear it for a bit, hate it, and take like a, a hit, bit of a hit when I sell it on, than like be left not knowing if I appreciate it or rate it. You know what I mean? Because it's easy to sit on the sidelines and be like, I don't like that silhouette. But if you haven't like went in the store, tried on, or even owned it, like. Why well, find shot something like that? <laughs> <laughs> well, with all these purchases, how do you store them? Like, does your house? So I, I, I don't. I, you know what? I don't have that many. I don't have that many shoes. I've got so I've got a really fluid like collection. Yeah. So if I'm not wearing something, I'm, I'm I'll move it on. I'm not a collector. Yeah. I just appreciate footwear, but in a timely sense. What's the the Grail trainer? What's one that you've you missed out on that you're like I need it? Actually. I don't think I've got one. No. I don't think I've got one. I, I'm really not that hung up on like great like grail trainer. I don't know. I've got not, grail watch. I've got grail car. Yeah. But what's the grail car right now? Probably that new um, that new M3 Estate. Oh right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, I, I like BMW, and that, that's that's a rude car. <laughs> but I'm just not like it would be easy to say like oh Air Max One like Viotech or something like that like some historic shoe I couldn't get when I was younger but. Ultimately, if someone came to us now and said you can have it for this money, I, I would just wouldn't. I'd buy. I'd buy it, and I wouldn't appreciate it. Yeah. I wouldn't wear it. That's the thing. And for me, I'm all, I'm all about trying to buy stuff I can use and wear. So okay, fine. So I don't usually like this section of the podcast, but Danny does. What are you driving? <laughs> <laughs> and you know, Danny, take over the take over the wheel steering wheel here. What, 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 what am I driving now? Right now. I've got a uh, I've got a 2003 BMW E46, a, mm. a, three, a 320 Ci. Sick. So I I moved back from London and um, I, I'd passed my driving test, but I I hadn't had a car before that because I was like I hadn't planned on staying in Newcastle, so I was like I don't need a car in London. Yeah. So I moved back. I, I bought that car. eBay. No, not eBay. Not, not, <laughs> eBay, not eBay this time. I think I found the list on eBay, but it was from just from a like a, just a garage in Sheffield. Yeah, like l- low mileage. I think I bought with thirty eight k on it. Sick. It's got like sixty, touching sixty three right now. Yeah, but I uh, I drive the football all the time. You know what I mean? I'm driving, the, fo- I'm driving the, the football week in week out. Yeah, had to drive to York to come down here for the Palace game because the it was a bus replacement. Uh, and yeah. I'd rather I'd rather be in my own car than on the bus. Of course. So I, I drove to York. So that that's what's that like a hundred mile? And then uh, oh yeah, it will be fucking. Hell. And then dra- um, we're going to Southampton on Tuesday to watch Newcastle play Southampton. Yeah. So uh, that's probably like a six seven hundred mile round trip. You're driving. Driving, mate. Why not just staying in London? <laughs> it's two days time, Reese. I've got to go to work, man. I I got to go to work on Monday. Right, I will speak to Davey for you. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I've got no holiday, man. I've, I've got no holiday left. It's the end of the year. So cool. I need to, this is possibly Newcastle's best chance at winning the oh, league. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not, not nah. the league, the cup. Well, the cup. I Carabao, mean, the Carabao Cup. Unless Arsenal really fucking fumble it now, but yeah, Newcastle are oh, good. Oh, I, I think I, oh, Arsenal are, they, they, they're good. They're good. Yeah. Look, so we've, we've spoken about watches, we've spoken about cars, but like the crux and basis of this show is clothes. Clobber. Reese, what are you loving at the moment? What brands are doing it well? Who excites you when they post? Who you like? I need to buy this. I think Stussy, past three, four years, 
being stellar, being best, best of the best, creme de la creme. There's always, there's always something in the season. The collabs are relatively interesting as well. We spoke on the our legacy bits before. I think that's. I think there's very few bits of clothing which you pick up and you like. I can see this being in my wardrobe forever, or like never want to get rid of it. Yeah. I think what our legacy and Stussy do is that like timeless like level of like apparel. Really good. Outside of like those brands collectively and sing singly, past year I think I've amassed like fifteen our legacy fucking shirts. <laughs> it kind of went like nuts. Every shirt they've dropped, which I've liked, the cut of it's nice. It's the colours are wearable. It's interesting. Yeah. It's just it it's good gear, and I, I can't, I'm kind of moving away from like heavy brand placements. Yeah. Which our legacy is like there's there's next to none. The Stussy stuff there's like a little patch here and there, but on the mainline stuff it's there's no branding really. Yeah. It just looks like a vintage shirt, really. So, I like that. Stone Island. I say Stone Island, but I don't think I'd buy a piece. Because I think I think for what the retail is now, it's so ridiculous. Yeah. But I, I'm always on the lookout, like on eBay, Grilled and whatnot, like dedicated Facebook groups for like older jackets, which I missed out on or I didn't appreciate at the time and now, now I'm a fan of. So, how many jackets do you have? Like, including like odd, odd bits and bobs from Unique Law? No, like we're talking like we're talking heavy. We're, we're talking, talking big boy. We're talking pieces. Your, your shadow project. We're talking pieces. Um, we twelve to fifteen. So what would be the best one? I, I bought this uh, like Visvim green Lakota parka. Like, Sick. A year and a half ago. Thought Solid. Love that jacket. So every week we ask the guests the same question. Yeah, yeah. If your house burnt on fire. Uh huh. Burnt on fire. If your house burnt on fire. <laughs> your house burnt on fire. What's wrong with you? <laughs> on a two day hangover, Jots. You're on a two-day... So Danny's <coughs> decided to... He's decided to do dry January and he stopped doing dry January. became wet January, what, about nine days in? Yeah. And then, it, you know what? It hasn't been as liquid as uh, your Decembers or Novembers. Oh, man, absolutely not. But I think that's what's actually killed you. Is the, <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm a fallen... Uh... Falling behind now, it's really taking its toll. I'm 28 days sober, Reese. Really? Yeah, not for like that makes it sound Jealous. like I've got an issue. I mean, more just like I was really ill over Christmas and New Year, and then I just rolled straight rolled straight into dry January. So oh, well cleared. It's uh, the best I've ever felt. Do you feel good. See, here's the Do you thing. Feel better than me. Uh, I look better than you, <laughs> which is a surprise because you're a very handsome man. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah. Oh fucking hell. So your house is. Burn, burning on fire. Did you just remix yourself? Your house is burning down. <laughs> so, oh, fuck. Reach your house on fire, mate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you can run inside and save one item of clothing. What are you saving? But I think with you, we'll do one item of clothing and one pair of shoes. And one watch. And one okay, watch. Okay, okay. Because I was going to ask, um, item of clothing. I've got, a couple of, I've got a couple of needles, seven cuts flannels. I f- fucking wear, I wear one of them like four, day, four days a week still. Yeah, wore for like not on two years, like same amount. So that that's what you're gonna save. Something you can still just rebuy for a couple hundred quid. Probably I look, when you when you got like two yeah, G jackets. Yeah, but yeah, but it's it's the cut it's the it's the cut of it though, man. Because that's it's, the problem of needles it, rebuilds. It's, it's so like inconsistent. Yeah. across the board. Like we we've got them in at work, and I've I've measured a few of them in. Fucking tiny. The la- pay, the, pay, pay on a drum, mate. The, gir- on a drum. the girls' ones. Yeah, that- but the, the the cut the cut's still not right. Like the you know you know what the funny thing is the two the two that fit is the best. I bought just dice rolls. One from Hip Store. One from Slam Jam. Dice rolls fit lovely. Really. But the, the, the ones I've had the ones I've had the time to interrogate and like measure, try on. None of them fit. I don't know what I don't know what the. What's going on with Have it? Have you measured them side by side? Yeah. Or is it just placebo where you're like... No, no, I'm, I'm like Savile Row levels, mate. I've got, the, <laughs> I've, I've got the tape measure out. I'm like, I'm measuring that one. I'm measuring this one. Uh, shoulder, pit to pit, hem, uh, like width. Really? Yeah. Fine, we're going, we're going for an, a needles... Uh, uh, yeah, or e- e- either that or that, that Visvin Parker because that, that Parker's a dog's bollocks. It's like, 
just lo lovely colour of green, lovely coat. I'm like, I, I've always like loved Visvim, like yeah. growing up. And when I had the opportunity to like pick up a piece which I like really fell in love with, I, I was like, this is that's a jacket for life. Yeah. So jacket you you'll be able to wear forever. Shoes? Shoes. You'd burn, burn them all to be fair, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Start again. Re 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 replace all re all re replaceable, really. Um I don't know. The, the you know what shoes is a hard one because Every shoe's got a price. Yeah, I don't have a single pair of shoes where I'm like, I'd never sell those. Yeah, because I'm just not. I'm, I'm, I'm obviously bothered. I, w I work in like this industry and my Instagram's fucking full of shoes, <laughs> but I'm, I'm really not that like taking on shoes. Uh, for the sake of the question, I've got, a, I've got a pair of dead stock Tom Sachs Marshall Two Point Sick. I'd probably, I'd probably buy that, save them, sell them, and rebuild the collection. Exactly. Yeah. You're a size 11 though, aren't you? Yeah. Nah, don't worry about it. <laughs> so, and then watch. Watch. You know, you know, I'll probably the first one, the Explorer 2, because it's, there's something, spe there's something special about like, touching a Rolex and like, it's it's almost like the build up and the, the journey is nice. Yeah. Like when you touch that first one, you're like, okay, well I've done this, I can, I can do it again. And yeah. You can do it again and again. And it's, but that that's by no means my favourite one, but just for the sentiment of it being the first one. Ah, yes. Yeah. Sentimental value for Yeah, de definitely. Yeah. So, so not an Apple watch. No, no chance. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess it takes into the future as well. Yeah. What is next for Kate Not Crumbs? What Would is you do next? Physical? Would you do pop up store? So you know what? I've definitely toyed with the idea of, of a little pop up. Yeah. Don't know where though. Don't know where. I've had, I've had a very good reception in Manchester when I've been there. Yeah. I've been at events. I've like a lot of people have like stopped us and chatted. So that's like my litmus test of how receptive people <laughs> will be to a pop up. Yeah. I think something could definitely work down here. There's obviously the pretty, yeah. majority of the following's probably based in London. Something in Soho could work. Newcastle, I just don't know if the turnout will be there. I obviously know a lot of people, but also I'm trying to like, reach and interact with people who are, aren't my friends. Yeah, you're not, it's just that's that's as well as to go to the pub with them. Yeah, 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 that's it. I mean, we might as well just go to the pub and put a little, little table outside with some <laughs> merch on it. But, um, so, so just very quickly on the merch, obviously you've got a good relationship with Point Two Studio who Point Two, yeah. who shoot it, which I is... I don't know if the relationship's there anymore though. Elliot, don't text us back. Fuck you, Elliot. Elliot Fuck you, Milo. Yeah, so Elliot obviously shot and modelled because he's a, yeah, he's yeah. a very good, good handsome man. He's a good model. Good model. <laughs> I mean, he has been in South America yeah, for how yeah, long? Yeah. And now he's out skiing. Yeah, yeah. He's being a really handsome Gallivan. man. Yeah. <laughs> he's out there not doing any photography, just being handsome, basically. Exactly. Being a socialite. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know, just bang Milo's line. We know he, we're, yeah, he's yeah, always around the corner. Yeah, Milo's active. Milo's, Milo's kicking about. So, yeah, that you know, friends of, friends of ours, uh, Milo and Elliot, they, they're the guys who modelled and shot your yeah, last stuff. They, yeah, they've shot some stuff. Well, you know, if, if fuck them off, we'll find someone new for you. So what would be like the dream collab then? What would K.Crumbs merch, who would it ideally be with? For, for, for me, like on that account, brand deals, obviously you've done, we've, we've, oh, we've had bills to pay people. <laughs> we've had bills to pay. So like, done, done some stuff with, we've done some bits with Nike a few, yeah. few years ago. eBay. Yeah? Yeah. E, like, eBay bangs. eBay merch. I, I fuck with eBay though. I, like, I, I, love, I love eBay. But, yeah. Since it's like growing and it's like doing well, I'm like saying no to more than I'm saying yes to. Yeah. Seeding, yeah, mm. that, that works. If I fuck with a brand, like fantastic. But like getting into bed with someone and doing like <laughs> content, if if I don't like love it, I'm, yeah. I'm probably gonna say no. I mean like physically, if you could team up with a brand to create a merch line. Oh, I don't know. I really don't know, you know. 
Stussy. Stussy would be fantastic. Like, you know when Stussy do, they do like the, the specialty, like, yeah. like Lil Silva or someone like that. <laughs> or like, they've done stuff with like ASAP before. Yeah. Like, a one-off tea with them, that would be that would be a dream. But that's it, would, it, would, would the back be, no, be London, cool. Los Angeles, Newcastle? <laughs> no, I, I, that's what they did mid-2000s on the World Tour stuff. Yeah. They'd like do an artist's interpretation and anything which meant something to the artist they'd put as the locations. So I don't, I'd want to do something a bit different. Car heart work in progress, like, but only like a two to a four XL, so it fits people who can't normally wear it. That would be fucking cool. Sick. Okay. Well, look, the brand's called Cake Not Comes. No. <laughs> <laughs> Cake you're, Not you're, Comes. You're, you're, you're trying to pitch some like love honey stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. So uh, vibrators. No. Okay. So. <laughs> so the brand. I said, make sure I get it right. This time. <laughs> um, so the brand's called uh, Cake Not Crumbs. <laughs> <laughs> So, so your brand's got cake and crumbs. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean the brand's obviously called Cake Not Crumbs. So. Obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Should you try this one more time? So the brand's called. It's not. It, it's not. It's not. It's not brand. It's it not, is a brand. It's not a brand. It is a brand. It's not a brand. It, it's your brand. It, your it, personal it, brand. It's a personal. It's not a brand though. Like it's alter ego. <laughs> no, it's just the like li- okay. The lifestyle is called Cake Not Crumbs. The, okay, because when you say brand, I feel like that diminishes from people who are. Like in the trenches, like a running, you are doing yeah. good production. I'm just like, but I think I think a brand now is anything. It's like true, it's, true. it's it's something that that signifies to what that is. And like you know, we're talking about the aesthetic and the way you you choose the stuff. I think that that's sort of brand. Sort but, of, yeah. Okay, fine. The name, the then. name, the, the name. name. <laughs> there you go. The, the, the pseudo name brand is Cake Not Crumbs. <laughs> Alter ego. What would be the dream food collab then? You know what? So we've got the we've got the tasty merch, but what what tasty treats are we serving up at the pop up? I mean, we've been to Newcastle, mate. We know it's going to be Greg's. Nah, I, 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 I don't. I mean, I don't enjoy it at all. Mate, really? I don't enjoy. Like, there's a two-story Greg's in Newcastle. I don't. I, like, there's like a handful of things I, I'd get if I went there. Don't. I don't really enjoy it at all. Food, food, so, ice, man. Like, while you're thinking of that, I'm just going to tell the story of when you uh, and End invited us up to Newcastle to do the talk Cable, and we went and looked for Greg's. Like it was the like we couldn't just get it like, in London. There's like twenty-six Greg's <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah. We went to visit them all, <laughs> pretty much. The, the Greg's open late though. Like there's a Greg's open like there's a couple open all night. With a security guard. On yeah, the front. yeah. <laughs> Sick. Protecting the pastries. <laughs> um, a dream food collab. You, you know what's funny for the the account being called Kate and Crumbs. I'm like I'm really not I, I'm not really not in love with like many restaurants or food places. There's places I eat regularly, but I'm like I'm not saying I I love that because yeah. I'm like why why. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, I don't know. Newcastle Brown Ale then. Nah, I, I, I'm, I'm trying. Th- I'm trying to think of like someone who does cake, like cake really well, because it, it, it makes it would make sense to do a cake, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Donut time. Cake not crumbs. Donut time. That's the only donut shop I can think of in London. <laughs> um, I don't know. It was cross town when everyone used to go. Uh, I used to go creamy. Crispy cream. I wouldn't say no at the bag. Okay, there you go. That's what we got. Say no at the bag. Exactly. I guess the last question on this main podcast section before we go into maybe two actually we've got the the official one. But are Newcastle gonna win the league? Maybe not this year. Maybe next year. Is this a stroke no, of like I, Leicester? I, I I don't I don't think so. I don't think so. But what's our lad's name who fucking scored every game? Yeah, that run uh, Almiron. He, he ain't scored no more, brother. And uh, the, Jack, well, since Jack Greenish apologised, he's, yeah, he's not driven by spite anymore. Um, I think we are, to put it democratically, and I'm not trying to get clipped on Twitter and, <laughs> and, and, and ripped apart, but 
I think we're maybe overperforming with what we've got now. We definitely yeah, yeah. spend. We definitely uh, bolster the squad, spend money. What's like? How long's left for this window? I don't know when this is. I don't know when the pod will go out, but we haven't got long it's left. This week. It's going out Wednesday. Yeah. Okay. So we've got about a week left. We've got about a week left of the window. As far as I'm concerned, now nobody's like on a plane or in a hotel ready for a medical. So mm. I think we we need two or three people. Need, need a winger. Chris Woods just went. We'd probably do the striker. Um, maybe like a defense, another defensive option as well, because we're one injury away from that becoming a calamity across yeah. across the the team. I think Newcastle should buy Joe Gomez. Not this a football podcast, but I just thought for he just doesn't get a game time, and I think with a run of games, he's such a talented player. I think on his day he's good. I can't. I'd be lying if I said I'd watched him recently. Yeah. So his recent form I couldn't comment on. I think if we do get Europe, they need to spend the silly amount of money. Yeah. Because we don't. We've got no depth, mate. No. We're, we're like we're literally like one injury away from shit hitting the metaphorical fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to wrap up the main pod, before we head to the bonus content, we ask every guest, Reese. What would the dream fit be? You get immortalised in one outfit. Talk us through it. Got to be stuff I'm wearing or could it be anything? Anything. Anything. Money's no object, condition's no object. Could be something from the 1900s. Could be chainmail for all we Ch- get. Chainmail, chainmail armour, ooh. For when things get spicy at the yeah, wall. Yeah. <laughs> nice pair of um, Oslo denim. That, nice. that, that, like The thing is, Oslo, they don't do, they don't do the big sizes. Yeah, was about like thirty six. So, nice. Pa- I've got I've got the biggest daily size five. Like in denim, it's like n- nice pair of slows, like medium wash, maybe a little paint splatter on them. Nice little little artist vibe. <laughs> Vintage Stussy t shirt. Nice yeah. like our legacy shirt over the top or a needle or a needles number. Yeah, Stone Island or a Visman part over over the top of that. I can't name a specific piece. Pair of Prada Prada America's cups on the feet, mate. Just nice. like that, that, that's that's why I'm. Color? I like the Ultramarine. I've, I've, I've yeah. got, I picked up a pair of those before. That was me Christmas present to myself. I picked up a pair of those Ultramarine, like OG Prada's, America, yeah. America's Cups. Just t- timeless, really. Yeah. And I feel like the white pair, they're gonna, I'm gonna kill them and like walk into the, the train station to go to the football. Or the black pair. Yeah. Bit school shoe, bit, bit school shoey. Well, you've got the you white got the black ones and I've got the Ultramarines. The Ultramarines are top. Yeah. Big shoe that. Yeah. I think navy's underappreciated. Massively. I think if you know how to pull a navy fit off your, you, you know your shit. <laughs> but not that I do, but I'm saying if you if you do, then you, yeah, you can. For sure, it's like, yeah, the black and white ones just look a bit, not fake, but I feel like the navy is the classic oh, navy's the, colour. Navy's the colour. The green ones are sick, red ones are sick, but I think navy is... Yeah, you, you still you still get me my green ones, mate. Oh, fuck's sake, I knew you were going to say that. As soon as you said Prada Cups, I knew John was going to say that. So, basically, no, I've got Prada Cups, yeah, yeah. and Danny doesn't. Had no interest in them. Never, shut up. Shut up. I've always appreciated You shut up, Bill. Right, you shut up. Right, I had no interest Just in them at all. Just because I'm not fucking from right. East London. Right, listen, I will spank you on this podcast. Um, I, yeah, and you know, Danny, Danny is an influencer and, uh, you know, fashion connoisseur. So he has plugs. I was like, yo, message Prada. And they said that we can get some discounts. So I was like, message Prada because I want to buy the green Prada cups. So he messaged them. They went, oh, don't worry, we're sending it to you free. And he was, then he was like, well, I want a pair now. So he's like, so he's asked for the pair that he wants, yeah, and didn't even get me my discount. I asked for both, and they only sent the navies. Oh, genius! And you still haven't asked uh, for this my discount code. I'm walking out of those product cups today, Reese. <laughs> let, let me get on that discount when you do get the <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, okay, fine. Yeah, if we if we can get a discount somewhere as well, yeah, yeah. Any accessories? Uh, caps? No caps? <laughs> watch? What would the watch be? Money's no object as well. You know what? I bought this. Um, Stone Island, you know, you know the Russian trapper hats. Yeah, you know the Stone Islands, like yeah, the, the one, they, the ones. nylon metal one they yes. did. It's got the ear flaps. Bought one of them in the summer. I had a saved search on eBay for it for like a year and a half. Finally popped up. I was like, I, I was like driving, and I 
the bid was ending. I like, I essentially won, won it when I was driving. <laughs> Fucking went, went silly. Not that, not that you were on your phone driving. You, you pulled over. No, it was hands free. Ah. Hands free. So I was Siri. Like, one hand on the wheel, one hand on the, the old hands free number. It's silly, it's silly money. I don't even want to say because I, I don't. Want, I don't want to be judged. It was like it was over four hundred quid oh, for the olive one. Is this the one with the the face guy yes. as well? So it's got the face mask like in the flap. Yeah. And you know what? I've walked like I I walked the man you away. <laughs> <laughs> I walked the man you away. I've walked the office a couple of times and uh, every time I put on my mother's like you can't be wearing that. You look it looks fucking ridiculous. <laughs> and you, I know she's right, but I'm like that in love with the image of that hat. Yeah. That I, I, st I still love it even though I'm struggling to wear it. Yeah. And it's getting warmer. It'll sit in sit in my wardrobe for a year. Yeah. And then I might I might wear it when next winter. Yeah. But but I, I love that. I probably have that on my head. And um watch. What would I what would I like? What would I really like? Probably uh Va Vacheron <coughs> Vacheron Constantine overseas or probably the Vacheron Constantine overseas chronograph or uh Patek Philippe Aguanorth. It's probably me probably me grail watch. Yeah. Look, I love love rubber strap watches. I think it's such a Subtle flex. Not not even a subtle flex. I think you're just like mocking it a little bit because you're yeah. like, it's like a ridiculously like well made piece. It's on a rubber strap though. It's like, <laughs> like what are you doing? But I I, yeah. I, 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 lo I love it. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's complete, isn't it? So I guess, are you ready for some bonus content? Let's do it, mate. Happy days. Spot on. Thank you very much for listening to this podcast. We are going to head over to the bonus content. Thank you for joining us, Reese. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for joining us, Denny. <laughs> Let's go for some bonus content.